You're listening to the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast, a show where your hosts, Darian and Ethan, discuss the controversial topics often avoided by the church. They also discuss culture, society, and everyday goofs. And now, Darian and Ethan. We're back! Hello, everybody. What's up? It's been a little bit. This is exciting. I know we uh, we may have lied last time. We'll be back soon. <laughs> Soon is um, just like Jesus said, you know, he's coming back soon, and so is our podcast. <laughs> soon is a, a relative term because that deals with time and that's a Yeah, so <laughs> just like pizza. Pizza is like a So, yay, what's up, guys? Um, it's Ethan Derry back in a makeshift studio somewhere in the world. Yes, um, I'll let everybody know where we are. Yeah, we can tell people we are currently in Cambodia. Yep, point Pet to be specifically, Poi Pet Cambodia. Um, Derry was in an undisclosed location and got some time to jump over to this country Yep. and say what's up. So we thought, man, we got a day, we got to film some podcasts. And so we're excited. We're, we're really excited to be in this um, closet. Yeah. So to update everybody about what's going to happen, we're going to try to record a few podcasts right now, uh, starting off with this one, obviously. And we're going to be able to put out, hopefully, for this month. And then... We'll hopefully be able to put out more when we're back together, maybe a month after that yeah, or so. Yeah, about a month, month and a half. Uh, anywhere from a month to a month and a half. Yeah, so there will be a little bit of a break again, probably for a month, and uh, hopefully we mean just for a month this time, and then we'll be back together in Honolulu and be able to do some more podcasts. Yeah, it's funny because what happens is we're like, oh, it'll be easy, we'll be on outreach, but we'll be able to do this, and we can, we'll figure it out, and then we, all, we both get on outreach and we're like, oh. This is a lot more There's than a I, lot more. I over yeah. I over uh, expect yeah overestimated my ability to yeah to do this yes so different different time zones different countries different ministries yeah we were already doing a lot back on base and I think we figured we're doing a ton right now and we're still fitting in the podcast somehow like we could still do it on outreach yeah and then we kind of got into it and it didn't work that way right and then I was like frick man that's a that's a lot yeah it's a lot but. Yes. but Without further ado, let's jump into it. Yeah, we, we want to keep these relatively short for you guys. We don't want to do hour and a half shows because we want them to be straightforward, understand. Um, like the main topic, we're not going to do random banter and culture with these ones. It's just going to be straight to the topic. Although it's really annoying because everything in pop and culture pops off when we're not podcasting. Yep, everything's going crazy. Can we just get like a five minute rundown about how World War Three almost broke out, Trump was almost impeached, now we got the coronavirus and all this stuff. Lots of fun stuff that I wish we could have talked unreal. about. Unreal. Absolutely unreal. Unreal. Okay. <laughs> so what's the topic today, Derry? What do we got going on for the first, uh, well, this would be the second week maybe we release. Yeah, um, I think this will be the first week that we're releasing the shorter podcasts. They're probably going to be 20 to 30 minutes. And today, we're going to talk about the kingdom of God. You want to say something first? I was just going to say, is this going to be the second week, second episode we release? Or first, because we, we already have the one from Honolulu. Uh, second and first. We're not sure if we're releasing an episode we pre-recorded before this. Um, but anyways, we're going to talk There's about... some organization that goes yeah. into this. <laughs> we're going to talk about the kingdom of God. Um, specifically, different views that uh, some churches have with the kingdom of God. Because it's a very strange topic that people thought they understood for a long time. And then there's so many new ideas and theories about it. And all that kind of stuff. So we're going to be talking about the kingdom of God versus dominionism. And dominionism is a very interesting topic. Yeah. It's from the research and like the people I've heard talk about it and stuff like that. It's such a broad thing. It's almost like saying someone's like Republican or Democrat. Like it just means so many different things yeah. to so many different people. Yeah, it's a very broad subject. 
that can incorporate a lot of different people under that. Yeah. And I think at some point I might have been one without knowing it. Yeah. It's very interesting. Like, someone that's just working in, like, the political sphere, like, say you're a presidential candidate and you're a Christian, someone's probably going to label you a dominionist if you're Christian, no matter what. Even if you have no idea what dominionism is, and maybe even if you're not a Christian, you just say believe in Jesus or something like that, or you label yourself a Christian, you don't even know what the kingdom of God is. Um, someone can just call you that because they figure anybody who's in politics and is a Christian is a dominionist. Yeah. And that would be more of a, a political dim- dominionist. Yeah. Yeah. So dominionism is, as far as I understand it, the idea that when Jesus talks about bringing the kingdom of God to earth, it it's like this idea that Christians have a mandate to make earth look like heaven mm-hmm. in a way that we have Christian institutions um, a lot of it, this also has to deal with the fact that it's like, they, they say you can pray for healing over sicknesses and always be healed because there's no sickness in heaven. And so it's basically, as far as I understand it, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's bringing heaven to earth in a way that's like physical and real. And it's like, we're trying to establish heaven now on earth. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's a pretty good, like basic understanding of it. There's so many different camps on this. Just like when I said, you could say someone's a Republican, and that can mean completely different things for different kinds of people, right? Mm-hmm. Or even right-leaning. It can mean different things per country, right? So it means a lot of different things. The The overall basis of dominionism comes from Genesis one twenty eight, where the Lord tells Adam to subdue the earth, right, and have dominion over it. And he talks about having dominion over all the animals of the sea, um, and or the, the fish in the sea, the birds in the air, right? right, right. And then he talks about how you should multiply right yeah. those are the commands and he says that he should have dominion over it and to do it so people take that uh, and they make this whole theology called dominionism out of that like one passage where God's saying to subdue the whole earth so it's really interesting because that whole passage in my opinion like in context is just talking about animals and then talking about reproducing as a human race because humanity was just started right and not necessarily like taking over every sector of society yes right? so I would say what dominionism means now and like as a whole people take that verse and then they say okay we should take dominion of the whole world so there's the classic like seven spheres of society right like religion and uh, education and arts and entertainment all these kinds of things right politics government and so people will say that dominionism means that Jesus didn't like just die on the cross to come again he died to give us dominion again so that like we can take over the world and then it's going to get better and better and better. And the way that that's going to happen is through us infiltrating all like spheres of society, mostly government, and taking over. So yeah. like someone who's a dominionist would say like the kingdom is here now in full, right? So the kingdom is not like to come later. The kingdom is here now. Like God's kingdom is fully here. It's not here in part. Like it's here now and God's yeah. waiting for us to like take over the world. Yeah. Right? That would be like a very extreme version of dominionism and to preface all this stuff as we say like what um we've researched about dominionism and, and our opinions and like the the lectures we've heard about it um just like i said how describing someone as like right-leaning is like a broad brush it's a can of worms yeah, yeah it's it's the exact same thing for dominionism so someone could be a dominionist and not believe half the things we're about to say yeah the thing is like we're trying to describe overall like what dominionism is yeah right? so if you meet someone and they're dominionist you don't gotta go off on them and assume they believe yeah. everything. Would you say Crusaders were dominionists? Because they they would like possibly they, they would like kill people and be like in the name of the Pope or the name of the Lord. And it's yeah. Like, well, that's not. I don't think like that's a, not what an meant. extreme version, but definitely <laughs> yeah. they were doing they were taking like the Bible and using it for political or 
societal yeah. gains, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I'd, possibly. Um, so, yeah, like, a dominionist is just someone who's trying to take the society we're in and making it, um, like, better for when Jesus comes, right? For when Jesus returns. Right. Right? That's, like, a really simple explanation. They don't think the world is going to get, like, worse and worse and worse and then Jesus will come. They think the kingdom is here now in full. So we, we have cultivate it. We have all dominion now and, like, all authority in Jesus Christ. So we're now going to take back over, like, dominion of the world for Christ because yeah. he's here in one and, dominion. Yeah, and so with that presupposition, it's really easy to see how then the idea of God wants to heal you all the time comes into play because yeah. there's no... Like, I've heard, I've seen people, like, Facebook comments where people are like, we pray for healing all the time, expect that to happen, and their reason is like, well, the Bible says that, like, oh, was it Matthew 6, 6, like, here, oh, I don't I forget, maybe mm-hmm. maybe not Matthew 6, 6, but it's the idea of, like, it's kingdom coming, and it's like, so there's no sickness in heaven, all that your will be done in heaven, yeah. or on earth as it is in heaven, that's mm-hmm. not 6, 6, but mm-hmm. it's like, there's no sickness in heaven, so there's no sickness here, and there's no financial yeah. poverty in heaven, so there's no financial poverty here, and I'm like, that, that's not... A little different. But that's that's because we have a differing uh, a differing view from them. Yeah. Um, so it's again, a biblical view. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> in our opinion. Just just teasing you guys. Yeah. So I want to explain a little bit more about some facets of dominionism um, before we like talk about like the overarching like what we think and what we think is wrong right. or right about it. Right. So um, I would say there's two classical views of dominionism held now by certain Christians or even political leaders, right? Um, one is called um, Reconstructionalism, and the other one is called uh, Kingdom Now Theology. Reconstructionalism is held by like right-leaning um, people who are more into politics, um, and that's more of a, we need to infiltrate every sphere of society and take it over, right? Yeah. So most of these people that hold this idea um, would tend to be more reformed theology, stuff like that. Um, and be very into politics, so we need to take over like government. Only Christians should be in government. We should try to get the government to be like just completely like like Christ yeah. right? as much as we can. Great ideas, right? Like we should want that. But their point is that we need to make the world a better place for when Jesus comes back. And the other side would be like the more left leaning side, right? And that would be the new or uh, the Kingdom Now theology, mm-hmm. um, and that's held by mostly Charismatics, right? Okay. Um, and that's more of the spiritual sense of the physical sense we just talked about, right? Yeah. So it's not reconstructionalism. It's the spiritual sense of we have all authority now. Like, God's already given us the dominion back, right? So now we just need to declare we have it and take it back in the spirit realm, not necessarily in the physical realm. Because when we take it back in the spirit realm, then it will come in the physical. And, like, as we speak it out, as we, like, make it known in the spiritual realm, the reality that's already there, then it'll also show up in the, the physical realm and will, over, like, infiltrate everything. Yeah. And it's interesting because, like, both of those have some validity. Like, we yeah. want Christian, like... They're all we things want we should Christian want. reforms in, the, yeah. in law. And, we, and, and the idea of this taking a hold of the authority of the spiritual is very real. Like, if you have a generational curse of, like, depression, yeah. you can take a hold of that in the spirit and break that. Right. And it's just finding the balance of, like, how far is too far. Right. I think that the main difference is, like, we want all those things. Like, yeah. we know that God's given us authority. Like, you and me, we believe that, right? We both believe that we should try to, like, have Christians in government and in education and in arts. Like, we all want those things, right? We want, like, Christian movies and Christian music. Not uh, Christian movies. The right <laughs> Better quality <laughs> Christian movies. Better quality Christian movies. And stuff like that, right? Bring back Bible Man. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> I want a show. 
<laughs> um, we all want those things, right? But I think the difference is the outcome we see through scripture, yeah. right? So a dominionist would say, I'm doing this because Jesus is going to like come back once I've taken dominion of the world, right? And yeah. we're more saying the world is going to end. Like we're not living, we're not living <laughs> we're in the die. world. Yeah. We're not living in the world that like Jesus is going to come back to, right? Right. Like Jesus is going to come back for us, not to like just keep us on this earth, right? We're going to enter a new heaven and a new earth. As of the millennium. But yeah. Yeah. So one thing that I thought was so interesting, and I know not class, like probably most classical um, dominionists don't believe this, but mostly like conservative dominionists believe this. A lot of people from uh, uh, Bethel and in the New Age movement believe uh, this sort of theology. In the New Age movement? Yeah. Um, like, like the Christian New Age movement. Oh. Yeah. I was going to say, wow. <laughs> Maybe we should not be the new age are <laughs> yeah. on board. Um, so this thing I'm about to explain um, is a lot of the difference between what we believe and what they believe. And they believe that Jesus is going to come back twice. And I don't know about this specific date, but one preacher that I was listening to on the topic that is uh, a Christian new age person um, was saying, and also Dominionist, was saying that Jesus came back in the 80s. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Cause, uh, oh, well, hold, cause... On, hold on, hold on, hold on. He came back in the 80s. And the idea is that Jesus is going to come back twice. So even if you don't believe that, the like the theory is Jesus comes back twice. Once to his church and once for his church. Right? What? And so hold on, let me explain it. It's very interesting. <laughs> okay, I don't know where they get the biblical background for this, but it's just such an interesting thought. Okay, yeah. So the first is that Jesus comes back to us, right? And his idea was that God doesn't want to come back to a baby body of the church like an infant body or even like a teenager's body of the church, right? He wants to come back to a full-grown, mature body of the church, right? And so the idea was that God won't come back until the, the body of the church is mature enough for him to come back, right? And so the idea is that maturity means speaking in tongues, performing miracles, and subduing the earth through dominionism, right? And so his idea was first God comes back to the church to mature it, and once the church is mature, God comes back for the church to bring it home. Right, uh, or to subdue the earth, right? Yeah. And so, this preacher's idea was that in the '80s, God came back to the church, and that's when like, um, like all this crazy revival started to happen. And he said that's where like people started believing in miracles again, and that's when the church started to mature. And he's saying now we're getting close to the like maturity of the church, and Jesus might be coming back soon. Right? Uh, in 20 years, we've yeah, it's just taken us 2,000 years of being a baby, and then yeah, it's, it's 50 20. years though, but. Oh, sorry. I was thinking 2000. Yeah, yeah. It's 2020. Holy crap. 80s, 40. It's 40 years. Yeah. Or 70s. We're both yeah. okay at it. 70s, yeah. We're good at math. We're good at math. Anyway. Guys, it's okay. Yeah. I was thinking, like, whenever I hear, like, 80s, I immediately assume, oh, that was 20, 20 years, years ago. ago. That's, yeah, of course it's 20 years ago. Yeah. It's, we're in the 2000s. So I was like, yeah. well. So I'm pretty sure that view isn't held by most dominionists. I wouldn't assume so. Because no. But, there's a lot of problems. But it's held by a lot of the New Age Christian movement. Right, because this guy that was speaking is uh, really, really good friends, like Bill Johnson. Mm. Um, I don't want to say his name because I don't want to like. Yeah, that's fine. I don't want to defame him, like like point fingers at him and stuff like that, because that's just not something I want to do. Yeah, um, that's not what this is. Yeah, that's not what this or, is about. We'll have another episode where we point fingers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah, like, like who, thing that I heard, I'd never heard who, of that before. Who was this Jesus and? Why well, didn't no one make a bigger deal about it? Yeah, like, where was he? If this is God again, yeah, he but definitely there's... he definitely means spiritually though. Yeah, like there's... he came back spiritually to us. Wouldn't that just be the Holy Spirit? Yeah, which we already have. That is so strange because yeah. there is an idea like in 
there's a there's an idea of eschatology when Jesus comes back that he will come back once and we'll meet him in the sky mm-hmm. and then he'll all go together yeah. go together and then he'll come back again and and take care of this world. So it's the idea of like yeah he came back twice in a way with like quotes around it, but it's like mm-hmm. he's just saving us and he's coming back and finishing business and then right. we'll be in the millennium. But eschatology is a whole thing that I have not I have a very uh, fluid view on because yeah. I always go back and forth. I mean, that's my understanding of eschatology, too, is that there's one return, right? Yeah, but it has, like, he would be having two parts in it. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on what view of Revelation you take. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I've met, I know people who think it's just all metaphor. They don't think it's seriously. Yeah, idealists. It's very interesting. Yeah. Theology. But yeah, so it's the, that, so Jesus came back in the 80s, apparently. Yeah, um, he came back in the 80s. Um, but, like, the whole point of that is... Even if you don't believe that, the end goal of dominionism is still the same as that. what that preacher was saying. Is that we're trying to get the church to a place where Jesus wants to come back for it. Yeah. Right? And so we're trying to either mature the church or mature the world around the church. I see problems with that. And I know you do too. Or, yeah, obviously. I'll let you finish talking before I say my problems. I just, I'll pin it up on this. No, go for it. I'm, okay. I'm just, because uh, the idea, like you said, like they are trying to mature the church for Christ to come back right. sounds like a very conditional works-based idea of living your life. Right. Like, Jesus will only be ready and love you enough to come back when you're good enough. But the only problem with that is that people are always being born. So yeah. then you're always going to have immature people. People are always being saved. So you're yeah. always going to have baby Christians. And it's like, well, wh- how, what does maturity look like? And yeah. like, Okay, so you got this part of the church matured that were like was born in this decade. Well, now you got a whole bunch of that. They all had kids. Now you got to mature them. Yeah, and you're starting back from zero every twenty years, basically. Yeah, it's very interesting. So, yeah, let's talk about what we think more. So we've kind of defined what reconstructionalism is and kingdom now theology and the whole dominionist like an idea um, that we're supposed to be taking dominion of the world, especially in politics in our society, and changing it to look more like Christ. So creating a Christian society here on earth um, so that we can show that God's kingdom is here now, right? Yeah. In full. So let's talk about like what we believe. Yeah. So I don't think it's the job of the Christian, this is just my own personal view, mm-hmm. um, I don't think it's the job of the Christians to have governmental reform, although if that happens, it's good. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the job of the Christian to make Christian institutions, although I understand some of them, mm-hmm. but outside the church, I mean like, like, we have a Christian university that's not seminary. I'm like, eh, you have Christian middle schools. I'm like, I understand why, but yeah. I also don't think that's the job that God gave Christians. Right. But I don't necessarily think it's sin. I just don't understand it, per right. se. So, I think when it says kingdom, my idea of kingdom is to preach the gospel, win souls, disciple people to do the same. Mm-hmm. And that can be done in any context if you want to include the spheres of society. Be like, well, I'm gonna. I'm a musician, so I'm gonna be in the arts and entertainment. Like, right. Okay. That's. I don't. Know why you gotta be weird about the labels? Just live your life and, and yeah. do it. It's like. But I mean, it makes sense. It's like, oh, I'm like, this is my sect. But then I get worried because it's like, okay, are you never gonna try to reach the business people if you have a chance? Right. But that's a whole different thing. Yeah. That's just an opinion of mine. The point's the outcome, right? Like, yeah. It's what, like what's gonna discipling happen. people to know Christ and glorify Him forever. Right. And to teach them to teach people how to do that. Yeah. To get people to enter the kingdom. Yeah, make disciples. Yeah. And that's like the only job I see God or Jesus leaving the body of Christ. Yeah. And so anything that is not that, I'm like, I'm almost hesitant, but also like, I don't like hate it, but I'm just like, eh. Yeah. That's not the main thing. Yeah. It definitely has good intentions. Yeah. Um, I would say if I'm defining like what the kingdom is and my belief about it, just from the scripture I see, I don't think it's here in full right now. It's not. Right? I mean, that's, that's our opinion. 
right? That's why I think the scripture says, um, right? Christ said he's returning again, and if yeah. Christ is the like, if Christ is the king of the kingdom, right? And the kingdom is is where he is, like the the property that he owns, right? Right. And what's he say when he gets crucified? He's like, if my servants were here, or he's like, if my kingdom was here, my servants would fight, but my kingdom's not yet, so yeah. they're not. Right. And so, like, if Christ is here in full, if this is like his full property and stuff like that, why does he need to come again? Also, so I think, in my opinion, that the kingdom of God is spiritual, obviously, right? God is a spiritual God, right? He is spirit. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so his kingdom is spiritual. It's not physical. There's even Bible verses to back that up, um, like that my, my kingdom is not of this earth or not of this world in John eight twenty three. Right. Um, his kingdom is not a physical kingdom. It's a spiritual kingdom, right? And so mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit is here. Christ is here, like in spirit, but he is again returning um, in the end days, whenever you think that is. Any wacky theories? 2021. Yeah, 2021. I'm coming. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's like, because there's this picture in Daniel, I think, it's, I think it's Daniel, and it's reiterated in Revelation, I'm pretty sure, where it's like this giant statue, and it has like mm -hmm. bronze feet, and then like uh, silver legs, like a gold chest, or something. Yeah. It's, like, it's like precious metals that uh, represent different kingdoms, the five different kingdoms that like build on top of one another to rule the earth. But in the picture that this prophet got, a meteor comes down and crushes them, mm -hmm. and then if it's all shattered, and then it's like this, like this meteor starts off really small, and then mm. it becomes like a, a like a hill, and then it becomes a mountain. And like this is a steadily growing, giant like, like thing that can't be stopped. Yeah. And it takes over the whole earth, and that's a picture of the kingdom of God, of that like, it's different than the world expects. You know, they have these precious metals and this values, and it's all worldly. Yeah. But this thing comes from not the world. It's like this. We can say the sphere. Yeah. And, and it, it impacts people. And it saves people, and mm. people are consistently getting saved, or it's a steady growth, growing, 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 where it can't be stopped. See, if the kingdom of God right. is a physical thing, you can stop it. Mm -hmm. You know, like, nations fall all the time. Right. So if it is that, then, one, if the kingdom of God is physical, mm -hmm. we should actually have a civil war. Because then we should have our own country of the kingdom of God. Right. But we don't, because it's a spiritual thing. Right. And so, it's like, it's unstoppable because it's spiritual, because it deals with people's hearts and salvation. Mm -hmm. For sure. I think the main thing that differentiates my view of the kingdom of God from a dominionist idea of the kingdom of God is what our role is here and what it's leading to, right? Yeah. I don't see the world getting better. I only see it getting worse, right? Yes. Like, statistically, it's worse than it's ever been. There's more slavery now than there's ever been. There's more, like... There's less war. Sex trafficking than there's ever been. No, there's more war. Are you sure? Yeah. Weren't you the one that said it was less no. war? No. Like everything, everything is more based off of population, right? So because the population was so small, like back when we had people who were just roaming and had, well, there's empires, of course. Yeah. But like the scale that war is on now and that like slavery is on now and sickness is on now is so much greater. So you could you could say based off percentage of population that there's less now, yeah. But based off of total population, there's much more. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And also, we're not labeling things wars now that are definitely wars. Like there's a freaking war going on in Mexico right now in Tijuana, right? Like just based off death tolls, there's more death tolls there in uh, last year and this year than in most wars, wow. right? And so based off of what we're calling wars and what isn't war, there's definitely more like rape and murder and all these terrible things now based off of population than there was before. In my opinion, both through statistics and the Bible, everything is worse now yeah. and is going on a it's getting worse trajectory and not a it's getting better trajectory, right? Yeah. And so some verses that I have to 
kind of back that up, um, I have a few. Um, the first one is 1 Corinthians 7.31. Um, let me go to it in my phone. And it says, as soon as I get to it, um, those who use the things of the world as if not engrossed in them, for this, uh, for this world in its present form is passing away. And I know there's a lot of context that you can read there, and all these there's a lot of context. Yeah. Um, but it says this this world is passing away. The second one I like to read is First John two seventeen. And First John two seventeen in the ESV says, "And the world is passing away along with his desires, but whoever does the will of God abides in him forever." So again, this world is passing away, right? The second one I want to read is uh, Hebrews 13. Uh, Hebrews 13, 14. Um, for we do not have an enduring, an enduring sitting he- city here. For we do not have an enduring city here. Instead, we seek the one to come, right? So verses over and over and over again where God says he's coming back to restore mm-hmm. his people, right? He's coming back to bring a new heaven and a new earth. And that this world, especially if you read Daniel and Revelation, doesn't look or seem like it's going on a good trajectory. Right. Right? It seems like the earth is going to get worse and worse, especially through all of the um, prophecies in Revelation. Yeah. Right? If you go and read Revelation, none of the prophecies are around great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, the ones about Jesus returning are cool. Yeah. But like most, well, of most, scary. most of them are like, there's monsters, like they're killing things. Whether or not you think it's symbolism, if it's symbolism, it's not good symbolism. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if it's, if it's legit monsters, it's bad. If it's metaphoric monsters, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Like you the know. beast is obviously a symbolism in Revelation of... Whatever nation. Yeah, the nation that's going to rise to power, right? Yeah. Um, America. Or Babylon. Or Hopefully Babylon. not. Hopefully not. I don't, I mean, Let's hope for somebody else. I, mean, I, don't I don't really know. want my country to be representative of the beast. I know, but I know people who believe that. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> or maybe we won't. Or right. China. Yeah, anyways. Or Russia. Anyways, like that's obviously symbolism, right? It's not great. Like, obviously the world's not headed in a great place. And unless you just don't believe in Revelation, or you want to discount it, or say, I don't know, it already happened or, or something ignore, like that. Yeah, people believe it already happened. Of course, yeah. Like, that's... I believe parts of it have already happened, for sure. Where's Jesus, then? The oh, Jerusalem. the 80s. <laughs> right, the 80s. Oh, I didn't forgot know. about the 80s. Dang. Oh. <laughs> so that's my view, that the world is getting progressively worse, not better. Right. And that I think Scripture says it's just going to get worse, not better, but it's still our command and our job to love everybody as much as we can and give them as much of the gospel as we can yeah. and treat them with as much love as we can to get them to come with us. Yeah, right? like we're leaving. This is not... Not our home. Well, like the Bible also, there's another part that says we're, we're not... God says this, this, this is not, not our home. home. It says that we're sojourners. We're, yeah. we're like nomads in a way. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you're on your way out of this world to an eternal world with Jesus, whether that's like a physical or a spiritual or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, we're not going to stay here. Right. We're going to be with him. And the, the the idea of growing the kingdom is bring as many people with you as you can into in, into God's presence. Right. And show that. So Absolutely. It's very much different than, than setting up Christian institutions here, which can be faulty yeah. in the, by themselves and that, that whole idea. Yeah, yeah. So I think one thing that's dangerous with our view, though, is that what most Christians, or a lot of Christians have done, and just said, like, oh, like, we're leaving this world, like, let's just let it go. 
know what I mean? Like, so we're not going to care about the climate anymore, and we're not going to care about taking care of the world or what we put into it. Mm-hmm. Like the, the even like the entertainment and the things that we do, like we're not we're not thinking long term. Like it's just going to burn anyway. Like why does it matter? Yeah, like why recycle? Right? Why? right? When that's the thing that dominionists get really well. That like they're trying to steward the earth, like we we're freaking told to at the beginning, right? Yeah. Like yeah. that commandment at the beginning is completely about animals and this world, right? Take care of the world. Yeah, we're, we're supposed sure to take healthy. care of the freaking world. Right, so that's something we need to like take responsibility for and take care of the world they're in. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's like, that's where it's like on us. We're like, we still need to do more to be better. Absolutely. Which, I mean, yeah, we can always do more, but I think America does quite a bit. We also do quite a lot of damage, though. Too. Yeah. But it's not about America; it's about personal life. Like here in Cambodia, I think I've said this before on the show. So bad, they just burn garbage. Yeah. My job three Most times a week is, is to burn garbage <laughs> for an hour a day. I just burn plastic, and I'm like. This is terrible. This is killing me and the cows that are walking around and the ozone layer. This is just so bad. Yeah. And I get upset about it every time I have to do it. Yeah. Well, in closing, is there anything else you want to say about dominionism or the kingdom of God or anything you believe or anything like that? Um, I would just say, like, do your part to grow the kingdom of God. Yeah, absolutely. And that just means obey God and make disciples yep. and whatnot. Uh, if you believe in dominionism, I would, I would encourage you to take a closer look at what you actually believe about it, dive into it, figure out why you believe that and where you've been taught that. Because it's such a broad thing that's not like, there's extreme dominionists where it's like, okay, you're insane, but it's also like (laughs) micro dominionists where it's like, oh, you just, you've never really thought about it. Like I probably- you might have thought about it, you just came to a different conclusion. Yeah, like I would probably say I used to be a dominionist and I didn't even Mm -hmm. know. I just thought, of course this makes sense. Like, what? Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It's not like, they're not like evil people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would say... We're all Christians if, love Jesus. Yeah, if I was a dominionist, I'd just be someone who had, like, that view, but had such good intentions for the world, right? They mm-hmm. want the world to be better. They want, like, the law of Christ. Like, there's even some dominionists that, like, are very hardcore dominionists that say, we need to take over government so we can in- so we can institute the Mosaic Law, which is ridiculous. Very ridiculous. Whoa. Not scriptural whatsoever. The Bible never commands us to do that. That was a law for... A nomadic people for Israel, the Jews for Israel, right? So for yeah, that was like very specifically for the country. Just go to Israel; they have it. Yeah, <laughs> just move. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the point is that they they have really good intentions, right? Yeah. To make the world a better place. Where um, where we also have those intentions to make the world a better place, but we just know the reality that it's not going to get better, mm-hmm. right? So those are the differences. Right? One is saying, this world, God has completely come back, his kingdom has completely come back in full, and we need to subdue it, we need to infiltrate every part of society, and make it better so Jesus can come back. And our view, the kingdom of God, would be that the world is going downhill. We need to still take part of every part of community, and every part of society, and try to bring it, and bring as many people to Christ as we can, right? Mm-hmm. But we know it's not going to be, like, a battle we win. Like, we're not... We're not going to bring everybody to heaven with us. We're not restoring this earth completely. We're going right. to get as many as we can, tell as many people we can about the gospel who don't know, and hopefully they would decide to sh- choose and follow God, yeah. right? Follow Jesus. Um, but we realize that, I think, according to Scripture, the earth is passing away. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's reiterated. Like, oh, it's like all throughout Scripture. Yeah. And so, yeah, that pretty much covers it. Yeet. All right. Anything, any salutations to our fans? No. Thank you guys so much for our listening family, again. Fans for everybody that's still listening, we don't know how many people are going to stick with us and ride with us on this one. Um, this is the second or first episode of our podcast. 30 minutes. Episode, or season two. Yeah, season two. Like 30 minutes. Short, short episodes. We're going to be having a few more episodes coming at you in the next couple weeks. So stay tuned.
Yeah, also good news guys, it's been really cool. Um, on, the, on season one alone, with your guys' help, we were able to hit over a thousand plays. Yeah. Which is insane. It's great. That's like, oh my gosh, we were like shocked. And so, we just wanna say thank you to you guys. We yep. love you. That's amazing. Yep. Keep sharing it. We wanna get the word of God out to people. Yeah. So. Give us your suggestions if you'd like them to be longer again. Um, we would, we like them longer, but we just can't do it right now. Yeah. Um, for me personally, like I hate just quoting scripture and just not giving any context to it. Like, because I can read you all those verses about like how the world's passing away and all that kind of stuff, and you can just say I'm misquoting it and stuff like that, which I definitely do need to explain like the context around it. Um, you can go read it for yourself and read Daniel and, and read all the verses that I quoted. Um, number one thing is we should be the salt and light of the earth, like Matthew says, right? Yeah. All right, guys. See you next week. Adios, amigos.